Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, everyone. Episode 13. I literally just thought it was episode 11. Lol. Episode 13 of Sex with My Grandma. Hey everyone, I'm Liv Simons and as always joined by my amazing grandma Ruth Simons. Hey Bubba. Hi darling, how's your week been? Hmm. Yeah, good. How about yours? Very good. We're all in lockdown. I think the whole of Australia's in lockdown, but still good. So I've been seeing clients all week, irrespective of lockdown. So uh, you're a busy woman, you're booked know, out at the moment. Absolutely. Have have <laughs> have for years actually. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Very busy. Lots on. Can't get into <laughs> Um all right. So tonight we're gonna talk about yeah sex my favorite topic so mainly we're going to talk about tantric sex and a topic that I'm really excited to cover and also um touch on how to have good sex because I feel like there's so much pressure on everyone to be having amazing sex and it's like but what is it like and how do you have it so very excited about tonight how about you how are you feeling I'm very excited to talk about my favorite subject too Liv (laughs) I told you I'm really good at oral sex all I do is talk about it (laughs) I'm taking that that's now my new favorite line oh my god um (laughs) all right should we jump in so like I think we should start off with tantra because I'm very interested in it I don't know much about it but I feel like if if I'm going to talk to anyone about it you're the woman so what is tantric sex? Uh, look, tantric sex is a totally different concept to what people know as normal everyday sex. But right. when people actually get into tantric sex, it totally enhances their whole sexual experience because mm. tantric sex is a, it's a meditative sexual practice that encourages people to focus on their mind and body connections. Right. So it's not about the physical so much. It's about the, the emotional, mental, spiritual it's side very as spiritual. well. And it, it, mm. it, when done properly, it can lead to fulfilling sexual experiences and greater intimacy. And, and also um, it, when you really know the art of doing it, it teaches you how to connect with not only your own body but your partner's body as well and and have mm. a connection as you say that it's it's quite a spiritual experiences experience and a lot of it has to do with the way you breathe but you ask me the questions and I'll I'll uh, I'll fill you in on what <laughs> it's about yeah 
All right, perfect. Yeah, because I I actually feel like it has a lot to do with your breath. And I want to know, like, actually, maybe we'll start off with how, um, you know, how to get in touch with, you know, tantric sex, how to know, like, where to start, basically, because I feel like there's a lot of stigma around it. And people think you have these, like, orgasms just by thinking about something or a 24 hour orgasm by not touching anyone or anything and stuff like that. I'd just love to know, like, how would you you know, get started into it? Like, where would you start? Well, first of all, you Google it. <laughs> if you want to find out more about yeah. it. There's, I mean, people that really want to get into it, I, I actually do suggest that they Google what tantric sex is and even pay to have uh, like a course. I do a course on it. Um, I actually used to send my clients to Sydney, believe it or not. Um, mm-hmm. There used to be a couple that used to take couples through the whole process of how to do it. Mm. Uh, then they stopped and there were some people here, up here in Queensland, but they used to have like like a group orgy type thing where about 20 people sat in the room doing it all together. But I don't, I don't believe that works. Um, so how do you start? You start by it, – it encourages people to get to know their own bodies, for starters. Mm-hmm. By, and by understanding the desire of your own body, you can incorporate this during sex with your partner. Um, so to understand what your body wants – um, is useful to engage in tantric self-love and you can do that on your own with masturbation as well but yeah, a lot of, I was gonna say tantra it's yes. something you can do on your own or you can do it with a partner right well I, I actually believe you're better with a partner but okay. I think, but to get to know your own body I believe you start off by touching all the different parts of your body by and, and knowing yourself what the erogenous zones the, what, what are erogenous you know zones? the erogenous zones do you know what they are well any part of your body that turns you on it could be really it could, it could be, be anywhere a, anywhere and mm. anywhere that that is that feels good to that, you that, yeah exactly and and, mm. and another thing i get my clients to do which has really got nothing to do with tantra but it's part of tantra in a way is that i do get my clients to give each other a 10 minute touching massage basically mm. where they touch each other's bodies roughly gently starting from the top of their head right down to their toes and your partner tells you what they like and what they don't like um, mm. and uh, that's that's a nice way to start for, you know if you really want to know um, yeah and then um, the, the other thing with Tantra is that it's very much a key component in, of Tantric sex is about breathing yeah it, it helps the per- person to focus their mind on how to tune into their body um, mm. and it also teaches uh, the partner encourages a synchronization of breathing to promote the connection of the intimacy um, so if a person finds that they have emotional blocks around self-touch they should be curious and gentle with themselves as they, as they explore what is preventing them from getting to know their own body more intimately because a lot of people are very embarrassed about their own bodies. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say this could really unlock a lot of like hidden trauma or underlying scars that people hold, whether it's like shame around sex, shame around masturbation, 
any kind of sexual abuse, like really going into that like trans meditative state and then like starting to masturbate could really be quite a powerful way of finding where those, you know, hidden trauma and elements are, right? And you you said the word, um, a meditative state, and that is actually what you get into Mm. when you actually get into um, practicing tantra tantra with with your partner. It's about honouring. with your partner as well. Yes. So it's Mm -hmm. getting to know your partner's body is is just as important as getting to know your own. It's it's about honoring your body and the body of your partner. And by by taking time to get to know your own body as well as right, it can help experience fulfilling sexual love and and connection between the two of you. Yeah. Um so you say, how do you prepare? There few- yeah, I really want to know, like, how do you get into it? Like, so say it's like a Tuesday mm-hmm. night, you've come home from work, you want to, like, get really close with your partner or even just with yourself. Like, how do you drop into that tantric state? Well, you put the kids to bed. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the first thing you do. You do need time. It's, it's, it is time. And right. and it's really really. Lo- you can't rush it. No, you can't it's not rush like it. A, no. I feel like everyone can like pop and pop a little orgasm off with themselves no. in like thirty seconds. It's not one it's of those. It's not one of those. And and it is lovely to set the scene, to mm. to have candles burning. Uh, yeah. You know, they say you can actually do tantra with your clothes on or off, but loose fitting clothes. Um, yeah. And you can you know have a. a, a Although we love to be. Room. Well, we all like to be naked. Well, I actually think being naked is, is a, a lovely way of starting to, you know, to get in touch with intimacy. There, there, yeah, there, there's um, a man that I quote very often, Dr. Snyder. He, he, he gets his his uh, clients to undress and just lie in bed side by side. If they want to touch each other, they can. But he gets them to go into a state of mindfulness and mindfulness is being totally in the present in the here and now and just love mindfulness. And, and, mm-hmm. and just being totally bare and just the whole idea is that not that you're not supposed to have sex, you're supposed to just be in a total state of mindful, mindfulness mm-hmm. and have a sense of what's going on in the room about your own breathing and and actually Get in touch with the sensations that you're feeling as you're lying naked next to your partner. And this is And is this something that you communicate with them or you experience it individually but together? Yeah, you can the the, the loveliest thing is if you can communicate it with each other. Mm. I'm feeling this or at right now I'm feeling uncomfortable or um, yeah, you know, it's it's really opening up and being very authentic and transparent. Mm. And so you set aside time for tantrics. It's about moving slowly and being in the moment. In some cases, it can last an hour or more. That's why I said you really do need time. <laughs> Therefore, you've got to be sure to set aside the time to fully engage and enjoy the experience. Yeah. So you also prepare your mind by focusing on the moment. Mm. And it can be difficult if a person is experiencing stress or has many things on their mind. So meditating or stretching before tantric sex may help achieve a clear mindset. Or, as I said, everyone knows about mindfulness these days where you just focus on what's happening in the room at that moment. 
Yeah. So it's actually a great way of just keeping yourself grounded in general overall. It can definitely help overall with like stress and anxiety and keeping you like really in the moment. So it's it's basically a way of like practicing meditation in a sexual way. Yes. And I love this love so much. Yes. So quite often my clients will say to me um, that there are certain positions and – Actually, yeah, yes positions position everyone knows about tantra and positions yeah tell me we're going to talk about positions a little bit tell me okay so one of the positions that they talk about is to build a moment with your partner yeah so what you can do is that you you adopt what we call a hand-on heart position okay so to gain a deep connection couples should sit cross-legged and face each other but not touching not Not touching both partners not at first. Both partners should place their right hand on each other's heart mm-hmm. with permission, of course, mm-hmm. and with the left hand um, on top of their partners. You feel the connection and try to synchronise your breathing. So so it's like I, you have your hand on their heart and then you put yes. and, they, and vice versa and then you have your yes. left hand over their hand on your heart and then you try and yes. like breathe together yes, together and when I say breathe together you know the, the the lovely breathing exercise that I get people to do to get into mindfulness is you breathe in for to the count of four mm. hold your breath yes. for four and then breathe out I do that when and, I'm stressed or anxious that is so yes, normal for me to do well it's you're very it's clever because breathing. And what it does is actually it calms the brain, yep. the frontal lobe, and that's how I, I tell all my clients who have sleeping problems to do that because mm. by focusing on your breathing, you're actually in mindfulness. Mm. And so what happens is you you start to feel the connection and you synchronise that breathing with your partner. Yeah. And, and then you make eye contact and – and I, by looking into each other's eyes, yeah, sometimes it feels a bit awkward. So just close your eyes for a minute, and it's not like a, yeah, uh, what do you call it? A contest to a see staring you contest. stare each other out. Yeah, it's not no, like that. I can that. see it being a very mm. beautiful experience if you're both in the right headspace and you're both in the right place for it. I can see it being very, very like touching and connecting for both of you, especially if you're feeling each other's energy and heartbeat and synchronizing your breathing and you're in it together, you almost become like one. I love this. It is. And you do it very slowly and you can have lovely, lovely music in the background. Hmm. And when you make this eye contact, it, it actually helps deepen the connection and heighten the level of intimacy. I, I could totally see that. Yeah. So by taking things very slowly, tantric sex is meditative, as you hmm. used the word before. And it's about exploring sensations in the moment. Mm. So the process should be slow and enjoyable journey for both partners. Now, there is an exercise that I do tell my, my clients and yeah. I know it's X-rated this show, so I'm going to tell you anyway. Oh, my God, um, give me all the details. Yeah. It's explicit. We know that. Okay. So what I, I tell them, when they're sitting in that position, mm. I – I do suggest that they undress and I suggest the guy sits on the floor with his legs out. Yeah. And I I then 
get them to do the breathing exercise. They don't do this in my room, by the way. <laughs> they go home I and mean, do it. <laughs> yeah, no, would no. I be shocked if they did? <laughs> no. no but people often say to me, so what do you do as a sex therapist? And I said, oh, I, oh, they have to come in and take their clothes off. And they say, really? And I go, no, Has, not not really. I'm not a sex worker. I'm a sex therapist. <laughs> so, Has anyone ever asked you to join in? To, in, to go back to their houses and join yeah. No, they, they're very curious everywhere I go is what does a sex therapist do? I actually, they think I'm a sex worker, not a sex therapist. So you go in and, and literally physically literally instruct. instruct, but I don't do that. I, I mean, I'm I sure instruct. you've got the moves to back it up. <laughs> so let's go back to my position, which I think is a really yeah, – so the guy is sitting with his legs out. out. The woman – lowers herself on his penis and it penetrates, right? Okay, and they sit and do tantra, like yes. do that deep breathing like do that. Do the deep breathing, look into each other's eyes mm-hmm. and then they lock their arms around each other. Pull your micro. I know you're demonstrating to me, but pull your microphone closer. <laughs> <laughs> she was demonstrating to me and she literally had her arms out. <laughs> Okay, okay, back, back. Okay, so that, okay. No, that sounds so beautiful. But what if it was like, hold on. what about two guys and what about two I girls? I haven't finished yet. Let me finish the heterosexual way of doing it. Okay. <laughs> so then when they're penetrating yeah, um, and they've got their arms like around each other, looking mm-hmm. into each other's eyes, synchronised breathing, you rock mm-hmm. backwards and forwards. And so Wow. Actually when I when you say synchronized breathing, does that mean you go in together, out together, or is it like in and out? No, you do exactly what he's doing. You as 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 in, as you yeah. breathe out to the count of four, so does he. And then, okay, you and then breathe you in, count four, hold it, breathe out to four. So you you synchronize your breathing. You, you're locked in your eye with your eyes, and you just rock mm. backwards and forwards, and it's a very mm. very sensuous connection. Sounds gorgeous. Do you recommend doing this on the bed or the on floor? On the floor or the couch? I think more on the floor. I think it's easier to rock backwards and forwards, um, and with the mm. guy and being able to sit upright and the, and you're holding each other. Don't forget, so you're you're actually giving yeah. each other. Um, as far as gay couples, uh, they can do exactly the same thing <laughs> any yeah. which way they like, penetrative or not penetrative. So whatever they whatever they yeah, true. do. So it, I yes, love this. Yes. Yeah. This is gorgeous. Um, um, okay, so any other tips on how to have tantric sex before we move on to how to have bloody great steaming hot sex? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there are so it, I, 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 there's, there's such a lot. lot there's a lot to I'm cover. Not, here. I can't describe all the positions really. I just think that's one. No, you'd rather I'd show rather us, show you, Olivia, <laughs> as I'm <laughs> demonstrating this on the screen. <laughs> um, but but all right. Well, this is okay. perfect. Let's maybe let's talk mm. about um how to spice things up in the bedroom. So look, I feel like I said this earlier, but like honestly, I feel like every time yeah. that. Even, you know, couples that have been together for yeah. a while, even when you're in a new relationship, the first time you sleep with them, the first thing your friends ask is like, how was it? And there's so much pressure 
for everyone to have great sex all the bloody time and it just doesn't happen. But I'm just curious to know, like, how would you describe, like, great sex? Because I know how I'd describe it, but how would you? Okay, you describe it and then I'll tell you what I what I describe as great sex. <laughs> I feel like, okay, well, this is going to, like, I don't know, without giving too much away about my sexual preferences, but, like, I feel like when... Firstly, when the other person isn't selfish and it's very give and take and you're very like in sync with each other and you can like respond very naturally to the other person's body. So that's kind of like intuitive that you know what you're going to do next. And like the thing is I like to mix it up a little bit. So if it's very basic vanilla sex, I don't think – I'm not going to think it's great. I'm sorry. And I think I told you about the time that I the guy I had like awful sex with a guy. It was like so boring. I could hear like the cars being parked out on the street. It was like – literally the most boring thing ever like I like to be kept interested so for that to me when I feel like I'm in total synchronicity and it's like really like I don't know fun and you're just like really enjoying it in the moment that to me is great sex and obviously an orgasm helps Uh well I mean I don't know whether you're talking about sex in a relationship. I, I talk about I talk about. Sex. Oh no, I'm not in a relationship. So yes. I'm talking about single sex. Well, single sex is very, very different to relationship sex. I know. And, so that's what I mean. So and that's that why I'm asking. I would call great sex. Yes. Well, to most people that walk through my door, I don't. They very seldom walk in and say, "Can you teach me how to have great sex?" It's usually couples that walk in. Yeah. That want to to reignite their sex life and yeah and to to be honest with you Liv I think loving sex or having sex is beautiful is absolutely beautiful and do you know what you can have hot sex with your with your long-term partner um, of course you can because sex comes in all different ways you can have loving sex you can have a mm. quickie which can be fantastic sometimes you know what, you can you can plan a dirty weekend away I'm telling you, hotel sex is something different. Yes. It honestly, so I used to remember when I used to be in a long term relationship, we like my last relationship was like six years and we lived overseas from each other. We literally did long distance for two years. And every time we had a hotel room, I tell you, it was like something different. It was like animal. Yes. Yep. I believe that. And it's, which, yeah, good. And I'm so glad I shared that with you. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I I actually think that, uh, it's important for for couples to take time out and uh, do do things differently. Again, let me go back to um, there are st- there's steps like so. There's loving sex. No, no. There's, there's steps to raising arousal um, and different levels of sexual enjoyment um, to keep okay. sex alive. So this Doctor Snyder he talks about different levels. He says. A naught is when you're not aroused. Yeah. A 20 is when you're becoming aroused. Yeah. 40 is fully aroused. and 40 is fully aroused. Fully aroused, yes. What's 100? Um, yeah, okay. 80, 80 is very intensely aroused and 100 right. is theoretical limit of human arousability. But the, he goes the, – the thing I like, he says that 20 usually only um, – 20-year-olds who are sexed up, yep. who, who are into hot sex, they literally can have sex at a ratio of 20 where they are fully aroused enough to have penetrative sex. But for really? the average couple, mm-hmm. they can have really, really good sex, 
most people need to be at a 40 to be fully aroused to penetrate. And wow. a lot of a lot of couples jump in. I reckon I sit at aroused. a 40 day in, day out, let's be well, honest. Yeah, but most people that come in my room might be sitting on it and it becomes a bit mundane for people who've been together for many years. Right. And they, they want to heighten the experience to mm. so that everybody is seeking more excitement and looking for a 60 mark, at, which is outside of the limerence phase, it seldom happens. And How do you get the 60 phase? Well, by you can do it. Again, I, I actually think that, Tantric sex is a lovely way of reaching 60. Love that. When when you're really into each other and you really want to, you know, to experiment. You've got to spice things up. Yes. Try something new. So one, one of the things that I, I tell, the, the most important thing with most couples is to communicate. It, as I've said, always yeah. said, it's the bottom line. You, it, I can't stress how important it is and that, you need to tell each other what you like and what you don't like. And so because of a lot of people don't want to hurt each other's feelings, I get them to yeah. write down five things that they would like or not like to have during sex. Right, and give that to you. Because I feel like one – actually, I had someone ask me, how do you bring up that topic? Like firstly, how do you give guidance to someone who might be a little bit more – a little bit shyer in the bedroom and also how if you're very shy yourself how is it like how is what are some easy ways for you to kind of like ask for what you need in the bedroom without being you know putting yourself out there too much if you're going to feel really vulnerable so writing them down is a really good way of doing it and you swap so you, you write it down and then you swap but there are rules to this game you it's really important that you respect each other you you do not criticize what the other person is saying and don't justify that you do it or you don't do it because yep. of whatever reasons. So it's simply about listening and validating what the other person says. Unless it's out of your boundaries, like being peed on or something like that. And yeah. it's something you're not, it's a non-negotiable. Well, that's when you turn around and you, and, and I say to my clients that you, you, there's a couple of statements. You say very simply, I can do that when you look at the guy's list or uh -huh. the girl's list. I'm willing to give it a go. Yep. And I, and if they, to, if, 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 if your partner does something that you don't like, you can say, um, I will not do that. Or, or I can do, I can do four out of five. Yeah. I will do that. Or no, I will never do that. <laughs> okay. That's so you make it the, really that's clear. That's the other one. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, you got to respect your own boundaries exactly, as well as theirs. Exactly, and mm. so it's in, so you validate each other, mm -hmm. and then um, there are many. You know, if you want to get into uh, 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 ha one of the most important things too is you mentioned it. You like to have a bit of fun when you have sex, and I, and I, I, I actually think. <laughs> Just hearing you say it makes me feel so weird. No, because it is. It should be fun, and yeah, you know. Again, um, it's it's quite interesting that um, I, I I think there's so many things that people can do to to show your partner that you really want to be sexual, and I really 
encourage my couples to go on dating nights. Now, when I say dating night, I tell them specifically, it's not to go out and have a dinner and stare at each other across the table because that's not what I call dating. It's just that's Mm. a a free night away from cooking. Um, But I think that I I get them to do surprise dates so that they go out with each other and surprise each other as to something different that the other person doesn't know you know actually a really good one so some Mm -hmm. of my friends have been in a long-term relationship they'll do an alphabet date so you've got to do something that starts with every letter of the alphabet so one person will take a the next person takes b that person takes c and they like it that's a really great way to like do different activities and mix things up and i feel like there's so many things out there to like go and do fun different dates go on adventure dates go and do different things like you don't have to go for dinner and drinks like every night every you know, date night every week, yes. like mix it up, do something yeah. different. I know. I tell my clients fish and chips on the beach is even fun, you know, if, you, so if you're nice. not used to doing it. But yeah. I, I do suggest that to spice it up, I, I, I tell my ladies, you know, go and dress up and look sexy. And it's, mm. and it's just important for guys to spruce themselves up too and wear some sexy male perfume. Women love to smell men smelling good. True. Um. I tell my women to go out and get some lovely lingerie more for themselves than their guys because when you're wearing lovely lingerie, you feel sexy in yourself. I am the biggest advocate of that. I think yes. I said on the last episode, yes. I'll literally walk around my own apartment in lingerie just for me because it feels so good. And men are very, very visual. So that's why they often go out and buy their partner sexy underwear because it's always mm-hmm. a turn on. Mm-hmm. So sex is more emotional than physical. Um, so I then encourage my clients to have more affection, do more kissing, mm. more displays of showing each other that they desire each other. So when you get up in the morning and you the, the usual peck on the cheek, bye, honey, I'll, yeah. I'll see you tonight. How about, a, how about a smack on the ass and pull my hair yeah. as you walk yeah, out the door? Or that. a real, you know, push each other against each other, your genitals up against each other, give each other a passionate kiss and say, you know, look forward to seeing you tonight, babe. So, you know, like yeah. just, just flirt with each other like you used to when you first met each other. Yeah. Um, that, actually, that that reminds me. I actually yeah. had this, had someone ask me whether you think that having a physical attraction is necessary to have great sex. I couldn't imagine not – I couldn't imagine having great sex with someone that you weren't physically attracted to. Can you? <laughs> Can you? I can't. I don't have sex with people I'm not attracted no, I, to, I, so no, no, I can't. I can't imagine that at all. I think there has to be, no. there has to be a sexual attraction to some sort of attraction. Yeah, and the thing mm. is, like, if the physical attraction is not there, look, I get it. There's, I hear about a lot of like my friends who are in relationships who say that they weren't interested in their partners until they got to know each other on yeah. a physical, on a more emotional level, and then they became very attracted to them. So, in some way or of another, the attraction but, came. So, you're, I don't no, know but you're, if you if you if you meet someone and you're not attracted to them on the first night and then you get before you get to know who they really are there's no way you're going to have great sex if you if you there if there isn't some sort of attraction there i know Um, yeah Yeah. actually you know what i actually thinking about this before when you're talking about it so i'm going to circle back but for partners that want to spice it up you could leave it lead into your like your kinks or like your little fetishes so there's actually this test you can do but have you heard of it called the bdsm test you do it mm. online and it tells you, you like answer all these questions. It takes quite a while, but it tells you what your like kinks mm. and like BDSM fetishes are. Like one of my girlfriends was like 
a brat tamer. So she basically she loved to come in and be like a dominatrix in the bedroom and like tame some mm-hmm. little brat boy. Like one of my other friends was like a rope bunny. So she liked to be turned like tied up a lot. Like you find out all these things that you didn't realize that you actually liked. So that could be something fun that you could do. You should tell your clients. I actually, I actually call, call them master and mistress games. And, um, yeah, so I, I actually oh. have a good name for them that, that you have because I, I do encourage my clients to really have fun in the bedroom. You know, there's a, a yeah. guy called Avodar Offit and in his books it's called The Sexual Self. He stated that we all live to be touched yeah. but, and – in another yeah. book, Snyder turns around and says, Love Worth Making stated, your sexual self never grows up. No matter how old you are, it remains a child. And I really believe that. Love and it. he goes on to say that sex is one area of our life where it is okay, even desirable as adults, to feel a bit childlike. And that's where play, that's where play comes into yeah. sex. So eros is an infantile, is infantile. Sex is not just about orgasms. What most people really want to do is laugh, giggle, be silly, selfish and vulnerable. Yeah. 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 And the thing is like that is when you are most vulnerable because you're naked, you're exposed, you're intimate, you're open. Like lean into that. Like really enjoy it. Like, like I know it's not always that easy to do, but, you know, it is like it is about and having also, fun at the end of the um, day. You know, having sex is being. Um, having said that, I'm saying that sex shouldn't be. Too, you shouldn't be too sexually generous. You have to be a little bit selfish to get what you want as well. And sex. Mm. Well, this is where you sit down and this is where it comes to communication and this is where you turn around and say, look, either I'm openly going to tell you that I'm not enjoying having sex with you because you're too damn selfish or I'm going to give you a list of the five things that I want you to do to me if you want to continue having sex with me. Any any time, at any time, yes. I don't I don't believe you should just sit back and accept a selfish lover. I think it, that's awful, really. Um, and when and I when I talk about games, I talk about um, strip poker, the old fashioned strip poker games where you play poker, and. And when you talk about BDSM, I, I, th- th- you have to have some very strict rules with that. And I, I again, I tell my clients that you you do have to have code words to say stop if people are doing things that you don't want to happen. You have to have a safe word. But I also say, like, it sounds terrible, but, you, you know, I talk about doing putting blindfolds on and playing the game where, you you know, you touch them with, with – silk scarves and feathers and objects and they've got to guess what it is and look again cufflinks all of that is all about titillating your sex life um if you're if you're open to it and you say come on let's let's get over the the wham bam thank you ma'am every night that's why people get so bored silly and say they're not interested in sex anymore but also Mm. if that's what you're into Mm. then enjoy (laughs) 
enjoy your vanilla sex because sometimes we all need a bit of vanilla to balance out the like spicy sriracha. Oh, vanilla sex is lovely, but after about 15 years of it, that's why why women turn around and say, I don't even feel like sex anymore. I told you that in my very, very first episode. Yeah, it gets boring. It does. So we so basically we keep adapting adapting, we keep molding up. Oh, one last one. Mm-hmm. How would you bring up like say you wanted to spice it up by bringing in a third party? How would you bring that up? Well, first of all, it's every man's fantasy. You know, we talk, I think it's we, a lot of women's fantasies too. Well, to have two guys, yeah, why not? Well, it, it yeah, it is a fantasy, but it really is the word fantasy, and that that yeah. when 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 couples are, sh- are sharing fantasies to turn each other on, it's one of the mm. most popular one for both males and females. Yeah, and most of the time, women are just playing the part, but they're not actually interested. They're not really mm. interested, and and. And guys are always interested in the third party, but I have to tell you that eighty percent of the time, when it's introduced, it fails badly. Did you ever watch that scene in Sex in the City? It said it all. I, I yeah. don't know whether you remember when. So you don't. When, so you don't recommend it. I don't. I don't recommend it unless the parties fully. They're both fully invested. Both, both, both of them. Yeah. And and mm. you know, more often than not, I, I would say ninety. Nine percent that that the women that go along with the threesomes um, uh, are really doing it to please someone. Well, no, they don't mind having a woman in the bed as long as they also um, have sex with the woman as well. So there are many many women today. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. Mm. I'll tell you a story about a time I didn't have a threesome, but look. I'll tell you a story after this. All right. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right, guys, that's it from us for tonight. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. As always, please give us a rating and review um, on Apple Podcasts so that more people can find us. And please join the Facebook group. We love to hear your feedback and interactions. Um, the Facebook group is called Sex with My Grandma Podcast. Um, and that's it from us for tonight. Thanks so much. Can I just uh, say this, Olive? Yeah. People have said to me, how do they give the review? They've wanted to give the review, but they don't know how to do it. Oh, okay. So basically you click on Sex With My Grandma on Apple Podcasts and scroll down to the bottom and you'll see ratings and reviews and you say write a review. Okay. You click right. on that and then it should come up with a box. But if not, just DM me. Um, my Instagram handle is Liv Simons. I'm always here to help, obviously, if it gives us reviews. Lol, if they're not five-star, don't want it. Okay. Don't write and it. I, 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 before we sign off, there, there, I, I've got about twenty other ways of people, to, you know, um, sprucing up their sex life. Yeah, we didn't talk about vibrators, which are very important, mm-hmm. and we didn't talk about bathroom games where people get into baths and have beautiful times um, washing each other down. Mm-hmm. There are there's so many other ways that people can enjoy each other and do things differently but that will do us for tonight maybe we'll just leave things for another night um, always too much to talk about as always, always yeah 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 i've got a list of my long to talk about <laughs> good we all need it okay all right darling all right yeah. love you all right darling bye bye hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.